Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hi, and welcome to another episode of 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg, and today I'm here with Jennifer Adelhawk, a realtor with Adelhawk and Associates here in Gross Point. Welcome, Jennifer. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. And today we are going to talk about how to get top dollar for your house. So if you are going to list your house, Jen, we want to talk about some of the improvements or things you can do to set up your house uh, before people look at it, before showing that are really going to help you get top dollar. Well, the number one thing I tell my clients is to declutter, minimize, minimize, minimize. Um, we want the house to look in showcase condition, show ready, and we don't want personal items all over the house. We want people to walk into your home and look at your crown moldings, look at your trim, and not look at your family photos. Now, everybody's idea of decluttering is different. And I remember, like, I am not a knickknacky person. I do not. I grew up, my mom had so much stuff. There were angels and snowmen, like, on the counter in the bathroom. And there was not even a place to put your toothbrush down. In our house, really, if it doesn't serve a purpose... It's not out. I have a few decorative things. I rotate them. And sometimes they bother me, like even having too much stuff. But I was even surprised, like when you get pictures taken for your house, when you're listing it, and then they want you to like clear off your counter completely. Like when you say declutter, does that mean pick up the pile of mail and like the kids toys? Or does that mean like every knickknack, paddywhack? No, I like when I go to a home and we're going to take photos, I do it myself. I want to be in there cleaning off everything on the countertop. Now, if my clients can do that ahead of time, it's much more beneficial and efficient with our time. Um, but I want nothing on the counters. I want it to look like a model show house. And by that, I mean, no coffee pots, no, you know, little photos or things like that on the countertops. I want absolutely nothing. And if there's too many clothes and closets, reduce it by half, put everything, all your clutter, put it in bins and store it away in the basement or get a pod and put everything in there. So when we go to take photos and go to put the house in the market, it is in perfect impeccable condition. Have you gone into a house, like you're obviously showing clients houses as well. Like your clients would never do this because you would tell them beforehand, hey, you got to get rid of this. But you're taking your clients through a house. What are like top three weirdest things or worst like showings as far as like? Well, I've actually walked into homes myself when my client even walks in the door and almost just wanted to turn and walk away because there's so much clutter. There's piles of items and it's a huge turnoff to a potential buyer, especially a modern buyer. They expect it to be like on HGTV. They expect to walk into a home and it's in perfect condition. You just can't get away nowadays with being lazy about cleaning out your house before you put it on the market. By piles, do you mean like literally piles of stuff or do they cover it with a blanket? I had a roommate in college that did that. She would clean the room and just put all her dirty laundry and like cover it with a blanket. Yes, I've seen. My biggest pet peeves are piles of clothes or anything on the floor. There never should be anything on the floors. And that stuff should all be put away. There should be no funny smells when you walk into a house there should be only an attraction to a potential buyer that would then want to see it as their house and personalized as their house, not as your house. Okay. Um, but really make sure you get it professionally clean is another one I suggest to people. Because like not before house. every showing, but no. like once a week while you have showings. Before it hits the market, it should be professionally cleaned. 
because um, you, you live there every day, you might not notice certain things about your house that are dirty to others, freshing it up with paint. A lot of times people's trim is nicked up by kids. Um, that's another huge turnoff to a potential buyer. Um, a lot of people walked away from offers because they said, like, oh, this house just needs too much work and, you know, it's nicked up. So I would spend some money getting a painter in there. Like first try a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and then go for the paint. You can do that. You can do that. <laughs> but a lot of talk about you, that's my worst case scenario. A lot of people have literally have where their children have nicked up the walls with hockey sticks or, you know, rough boys in the house. And they haven't even taken the time to paint over that. That's a huge mistake. You definitely want to. Um, and that's an expensive too, because you can always have the paint match. So you don't have to paint the whole thing, but just get a can of like the same color and kind of go over high traffic areas. And- yeah. You definitely should try to keep those paints whenever you paint your house. Cause normally when you first move into a house, you know, you're painting it, you're making those changes. It's clean at the time. Keep that paint around so you can touch up those nicks. And getting to paint, we should probably talk too about neutralizing your colors. A client of mine just purchased a house that probably would have sold for a lot higher if it were not for the crazy paint colors in this house. Right now, it's very trendy to have light grays, light beige, grayish kind of mixture colors. Anything that you see like on the show, you know, Magnolia with Joanna Gaines, those colors are very, very trendy right now. Um, and they are very um, endearing to a potential buyer. So if you can, as much as you can, neutralize your home. I'm always, on that point though, like I'm surprised because I think I'm different. I look at a house and paint, wallpaper, carpeting, doesn't really scare me because those are inexpensive changes. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying those are little things that sellers can do to improve their house for selling. But as far as like looking at houses and buyers, I love going into a house. It's like, wow, this will be amazing if it's painted and I have more of a vision, but I'm always amazed when I watch HGTV, which is one of my favorite channels to watch. And you see someone go through and they're like, Oh, but these counter, I love the house, except for the countertops, they have to be replaced. I'm like, well, thinking like, that's like five grand, maybe like you and I, we're different. I look at a house and I walk into it and I see the potential of a home, what it could be. But the modern buyers are not like that. Most of them are these younger kids, you know, buying their first home, moving out of the city, and they will pay more for a house that is move-in ready condition. They don't want a project like you and I do. That's yeah. fun for us. But if you're that kind of a person that you're willing to have a project house, you normally will get that house at a much better price. Okay. Anything else specific? A couple of other things you could do to your home. I think light fixtures are a huge transition for a home. Maybe take out some of those dated brass fixtures, buy some inexpensive yet trendy current light fixtures. It really changes the entire look of a home. Also, removing a lot of furniture. Many, many people, especially older clientele, tend to have a ton of furniture in a room, um, and it just makes the room look much smaller. So if you can take some of that furniture out, it'll really emphasize the size of the room and make it look bigger. Yeah. You have to have everything in every corner with something in it. Like, there can be an empty corner. That's okay. Oftentimes, people will have their furniture, like, all along the wall. Like, it's okay to take a couch off the wall and float it, right? Or even just, you know, if everything's against the wall... It just makes a room feel like it's almost coming in. At you. Yeah, I feel like furniture should never be up against the wall. It should be brought in closer and, and near the focal point. So if your focal point is your TV fireplace, it should be cozy and around that fireplace area, never against the walls of the house. That drives me crazy, okay. especially underneath the windows in the front of your house. It's really a big pet peeve. And it, it doesn't do anything for a buyer, um, especially a, a buyer who's not a creative person, might not have a visual for changing up the room. They need to see that room displayed 
nicely and cozy feeling for them. So again, put your furniture usually in the middle of the room around your focal point. Truth be told, Jen is my realtor. So I remember one of the things that stuck out to you as far as making a house look good is to not have weeds, like to have your garden weeded, like curb appeal. For me, that really doesn't matter. I remember you were like, this needs to be weeded. I was like, ah, I don't care. But that's a big thing a lot of buyers look at. And uh, that's my next point too. Curb appeal is enormous for a potential client, especially a lot of people do drive-bys of a home. And if they're like, "Mm, I don't like the outside of it, I'm not even going to bother going into it. So I would say spend the money, getting rid of some old shrubbery, adding some fresh flowers to the front of your house, uh, landscaping. So some modern tall grasses, things like that. Fresh bark mulch is a really great one to do. Freshen up your landscaping. De-weed. I mean, I cannot stand weeds and that's so horrifying thing to see at a house for me. And I'm like not a gardener, so I don't even know what's a weed and what's a plant, but I guess it does look nice. I, after I had the weeds removed, it did look better. So yes, remove weeds, add fresh bark mulch, make sure that landscaping your lawn is cut um, and edged properly and add some fresh flowers to your front porch. That, that really makes a very big difference for people that might be doing a drive-by or also for your exterior photos that your realtor will be using to put it on the MLS. Have you ever pulled up to a house like you've had a showing scheduled and you pull up and the people look at it and they're like, meh, I don't like it in person. Or... Yes, and I've actually done that for my clients. I've told them we're not even going into this house. Okay, that's interesting. Because I know what they want. And usually if I if they say, no, we still want to see it, they go in and they walk out and it's like, you're right, this would never be a fit for us. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you're going to show 10 to 12 homes one day and people don't have a lot of time. They want don't want to waste time. So they want to focus on the house that's really a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. If the outside is ill-maintained, it usually shows a buyer that the inside is probably ill-maintained. Okay, fair enough. I want to talk at all about the current housing environment now with COVID? Or have things changed? Are there certain things that people are looking for that maybe they weren't looking for before? Yeah, I would say um, people are still looking for a nice updated kitchen. That's the number one thing. If you're going to buy a house, one of the first things you want to do is update the kitchen, put your money in the kitchen. If you don't really have a lot of money to do that, you might want to, again, renew some light fixtures in the kitchen, um, clean off the countertops, and maybe buy one or two stainless steel appliances. That's still a big attraction to a lot of buyers. So like if somebody looks at the appliances and they're like, ooh, those are old, that might be. Yes. So if you're going to spend some money but not renovate your kitchen, maybe update the appliances. Yes, and it doesn't have to be you know a high-end $15,000 stove. You can get the more modern-looking stoves nowadays, and they're reasonably um, inexpensive. So that is a nice modern feature. Plus, for me, I don't really want to cook on a stove or even look at a stove that's dirty and dingy. So a nice new appliance really, I think, will set the tone for a kitchen that's updated. Right now in this quarantine, post-quarantine COVID time, um, the housing market has gone crazy and no one really expected this to happen. Um, But I think people were sick of being in their homes for so long in quarantine in their smaller home. They want something different or they want something larger. They want more office space or they want more bigger bedrooms for their kids or space for the kids to be at school now at home. Um, So office space is a big thing that we're definitely seeing. But So if you have a spare room that you would set up or stage, it might be good to do like a home office. Definitely would. Yes. Okay. Anything else you've seen change due to COVID or? Um, I've seen the demand just go crazy for homes 400,000 and under right now. Um, I think against a lot of young kids, maybe they were apartments, um, young married couples that now want a bigger home. People do want a yard, um, definitely an office space. That's a huge concern right now to have that. Yeah, I think outdoor spaces must be pretty popular because I know personally I've tried to find a, um, a chimney, or not a chimney, like a fire pit, and every store was sold out. And then outdoor furniture, we kind of waited, having bought at the beginning of the summer, and 
wanted to wait for a sale, like end of summer sale. Well, I'm still waiting for that end of summer sale. I feel like they're all the furniture is gone. Well, so people must have been like really creating these cool outdoor spaces. Yeah, and oftentimes we found the past few years that homes with pools were a negative. People didn't want them. They were a liability concern. Now they're flying off. You cannot keep a home with a pool on the market. Wow. It is, it's gone instantaneously because a lot of pools were closed during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, people really want to, they want to have a home that they can enjoy. Yeah. We're definitely yeah. seeing a lot of changes in that. And that's been a huge movement with people upgrading their homes. Now, if somebody's interested in listing their home, but they're either just curious, like what, what they could price it at, or maybe they want some um, ideas of things they can do to get it ready. Is that something that you do for people? Like, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. You can contact me anytime. Um, Jennifer Adelhock at gmail.com is my email or 313-506-3721. And we'd love to come over and do a market analysis on your home, kind of give you an idea of what it should go for and also give you ideas of how to get it ready to hit the market and to get the most for your money. Great. And I'll put that uh, link to your page in the show notes so people can get a hold of you there. Thank you so much for your time today. This was for more information, visit pearlplan.com or our Facebook page, Pearl Planning Wealth.